This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. The great Bill King worked for the Hall of Famer, Al Davis. And Ken Korak, what would Al Davis always say? He would say that, just win it, baby. Just win, baby. I mean, at this point, 17 left now. Uh, was the game pretty? Was the game long? I, I, it's like you don't care anymore. It's like just get this thing to the house and live another day. Which is what they did. It was arduous, that's for sure. That's crazy. <laughs> Four hours and two minutes. And, you know, there were a lot of things that went wrong, but it was a really positive game for the A's offense, Chris. And I thought that's one of the things that if the A's don't make it to the postseason, it would be kind of a shame from the standpoint that, offensively, they're doing a nice job right now. I mean, they've had their games where they haven't scored much. I mean, Sunday's game wasn't so hot. But, you know, they've really done a a good job with this new offensive club and with Harrison leading off. And obviously, Marte has been phenomenal. And Tony Kemp's done a great job near the bottom of the order. Elvis is uh, getting hot now. And even Chris Davis pitched in with an RBI coming off the bench. So that's a pretty good offensive team right now. No doubt, and let's go over some highlights because Harrison, right here in the fifth inning, this guy's driving and runs. One and one is the count. Ready now, here's the pitch, and Josh reaches for it, sends a base hit to right. Let us score, Brown. Here's Gomes around third. He comes to the plate, and he scores as Kemp goes from first to third. And Josh Harrison with a line drive base hit through the right side has given the A's an 8-4 to four lead. And then he did it again in the 7th. As a left-hander begins to loosen up in the Royals' bullpen. Fastball stroke through the right side. It's going to get a run home as Kemp crosses the plate. Up to second and holding there is Elvis. An RBI single for Jay Hay. It's a 3-RBI night for the A's leadoff man, and it is 9-5 Oakland. You know the thing about him, Ken, is he plays with such, such great joy. He does. He loves to play. There's a lot of energy, and he's let off now in 16 straight games, and I'm sure he'll be there tomorrow. And tomorrow's one of those sleeps-fast uh, games because a quick tournament, nobody's going to get a whole lot of sleep. And he's the kind of guy you really like in those day games after night games, Chris. I think that guys like him can be critical uh, when the A's are you know, facing a quick turnaround and a warm day tomorrow in Kansas City. And then Marte in the seventh inning, he ripped this back up the box. Swing and a ground ball, base hit up the middle, and that's going to bring home Andrus. Jay all the way to third base, into second base with the double. Now Jay, he's trying to score. The throw home, not in time. He kept the pressure on. He's in, and Marte drives in a couple, and the A's are extending things now to 11-5. Marte 
with the hustle of Jay Hay on Oliveris getting an extra run home behind Elvis Andrus. And at this point, you think, okay, this thing's going to be a blowout. Thank God Chris Davis did this also in the seventh. Rocking back and forth from the right side awaits the pitch. 1-0 and hit down the right side in the corner. It's going to drop for a base hit. Dozier has to play it back in. Around third is Marte, and the A's add on. Make it a dozen as Chris Davis goes the other way with an RBI single, and it's 12-5 Oakland. 17th hit, which is a season high. Good job of hitting by Chris. It's taken that the other way. Little did we know, Ken, that after that four spot, Kansas City would put up one in the seventh, three in the eighth, another one in the ninth, and would have the bases juiced in the ninth inning. Wow. This was a uh, this was a wild game. There's no question. It was a grinder. They had the tying run at second base in the ninth. And Nicky Lopez is up. And I wasn't upset that he wound up walking. It was one of those... Unintentional, intentional walks. He gets the first. Yeah, you walk. He's the winning run on base. But, you know, I really felt that the A's were much better off facing O'Hearn there than Lopez, and that worked out for the A's. <laughs> yeah, and they hit it back up the box at Chafe, and you're like, oh, please just make this play. <laughs> yeah, he threw a lot of pitches, too, and that's one of the things. You want an orderly, nice, you know, kind of smooth ride down the stretch when you've got a big lead. You don't want to have Chafin have to come in and throw as many pitches. As he did, Chris, he, you know, he got the save. They had to use him. But, you know, you're, the A's are playing a lot of games. They have one day off left in the season. And so when you have a huge lead and, you know, they just haven't been closing games out lately, obviously. But, you know, you don't want to have to use all your guys. And they wound up using Chafin. And, you know, that might cost them a chance to use him at some point in the next couple of days as well. Yeah, just the reality is I got to get today and I'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. I mean, that's just where you are in the season. For sure. You got to nail down every game you have a chance to win. Well, you have a safe drive, sleep fast, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) All right, man. Talk to you later. The great Ken Korak. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Hey, here's the reality. I don't care. I don't care how they get it done. Just get it done. And you got to do everything you can today to be alive for tomorrow. And that's where this team's got to be. Like, I can't worry about tomorrow. I got to win today. Because every single time you lose now, you're basically done. I mean, you're seven back in the division. What are they in the wild card? Is it with three, three and a half? There are three and a half in the wild card. You can't lose. Yankees have now won three in a row. Boston's won two in a row. Toronto's been hot. And look at Seattle. Seattle's lost a couple, and then now they're really in trouble. And something's going to give in these next seven games between the Mariners and the A's. I mean, you can separate yourself from the Mariners big time. you got seven games with them. What, 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 how's this story going to be, be written? How will the A's finish? I mean, this, this bullpen reminds me of my Volkswagen bug back in the day. I had a 1972 Volkswagen bug. And at the very end, man, that thing limped to the finish line. And that's what this bullpen looks like. Can these guys Hold it together for 17 more games. We will see. Your phone call's up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. 
If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their barrier locations and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. This is A's Clubhouse. You know, it would be so interesting if you could get, like, some serious honesty from guys down the bullpen. Like, how are you guys feeling down there right now? What is it like? Because every guy comes in and every guy is shaky. And I know I was on here going, hey, chafing this, chafing that. I mean, he's even lately. I mean, they're coming in. Trevino gave you two runs, uh, gave you two innings, but he gave up a run. Deekman, three runs. Chafin, a run. It could have been a lot worse. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say for Bob Melvin. Do you trust any of these guys? Is there anybody? Has Guerra become the most reliable? I mean, I don't even know who's reliable. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Gene, lead us off tonight here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. So, how's your fastball and your changeup these days? <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that, and I'm like, you know what? If they're going to run out guys throwing 85, I mean, give me a couple weeks. I, I mean, I get, and I'll take less money. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, to follow up on your analogy about your old 72 bug, I mean. I bet your bug was leaking a lot of oil towards the end, which is what all this entire pitching staff's doing. It's not just the relievers, it's the starters, too. I, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I've been watching baseball since the late 50s. I can't remember, like, a total meltdown of an entire pitching staff at the end of a season. I'm trying to figure out what the heck is causing this. I mean, the only common thread would be, I guess, fatigue, but – you know, why fatigue? Would it be because they had such a short season last year or because they've thrown a hell of a lot more pitches than other teams this year? I mean, what do you think? I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going on. But this I, I, I don't either. I mean, it's just to watch these guys the way it's ending, I mean, it's who can you really trust? I mean, the la- I mean, you know, Manai had a couple good starts, and you're like, okay, he's back, and then you get what you got today. Uh, mm-hmm. Frankie Montas, we were like, oh, my God, Frankie's been amazing. Then you got what you got from yeah. him yesterday. It's just I, know. I, I don't know who Bob or Emo can trust on this staff. It's just a reality. Right. The best pitcher right now is Diolis Guerra, for Christ's sake. I mean, <laughs> and, 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 oh, by yeah. the way, it's like every <laughs> yeah. team is dealing with this. I know. So I was just wondering, you know, if, if it has something to do with I don't know the the end of spin rate or what people are you know batters just grinding out uh, and and forcing pitching staff to throw more pitches. 
I don't know. It'd be interesting to look into it, you know, because this is this is strange. You're seeing a lot of football scores these days, and uh, I I don't know how else you explain it unless I'm not. You know, you know what I'm not buying. I'm not buying the shortened season from last year because I think physically that should have helped you, right? Less wear and tear on the arm. Uh, You you played a couple months. You got X amount of starts. Then you got a full off season. Then you did spring training. I'm not buying the shortened season theory. I know some people are trying to sell that. I'm not buying that. I'm I'm just groping for answers, Tony. I mean, I I just don't understand it. We had a, you know, really solid, if not exceptional, you know, pitching staff. Just what three of them got a good uh, young team, and it, and it looks like they got a lot of good young hitters there. But they're not the twenty-seven Yankees for Christ's sake. I mean, I. Well, the scary thing is, look yeah. what we're saying about pitching, and our starters mm-hmm. have pitched the most innings in baseball. Think about that. Well, there you go. What so are they talking about on other shows? If we're, if we're panicking <laughs> about our pitching, what do you think other <laughs> other postgame shows are doing? Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I, I do have one theory, and thanks for the phone call. The The theory that I have is that, front offices are doing a disservice to pitching. And saw it the other night. A kid for the San Jose Giants in low A is cruising, and they took him out in the fourth inning. Why? And and that's what they do. And it's every team. All these teams are babying these arms and so these guys are not learning how to pitch deep into games i mean you see at the big league level you see it all the way through triple a double a high a low a you name it i don't know why they're babying all these arms the way they do like we're just gonna we're gonna play our best players less when did that strategy ever become a good strategy no, I didn't go to an Ivy League school, and I'm not as smart as a lot of these guys that have these jobs in these front offices. But I do know this. When did it become better for your best players to not play as much? What are you saving them for? Do you think that you're going to allow a kid only, I don't know, 60 pitches or whatever it is? as he comes up through the ranks and then all of a sudden he's going to get to the big leagues and he's completing games. He's not learning how to complete games at the professional level. You got guys who pitch more in college than they do when they get drafted. How crazy is that? You got guys that their coaches in college are going to let them go eight, nine innings, and then they get into the minor leagues and they go, nope, you can't go more than four. What are you training these athletes to do? They're not sprinters. Starting pitchers aren't sprinters. They're not supposed to just go hell on wheels, I'll give you everything I got for a couple innings. They're supposed to learn how to pitch, learn how to get out of trouble, go deep into games. That's what starting pitchers are. And really what you're seeing is the game's going to have to figure this out. Okay? The game's going to have to, you know, you hear of a, positionless staff where everybody comes to the ballpark, you'd be ready to throw. 
No one's designated anything. You're not a designated starter. You're not a closer. You're not a middle guy. Just you show up every day, be ready to throw. People have talked about that. And is it good for the game? I don't know. I just know this. When the A's, and I'm not going to talk about the, the, the 29 other teams, when the A's pitchers go deeper in games, starters, their record's better. That's simple data right there. The number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. This is Chris Townsend for my favorite golf course in the Bay Area, Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Tucked in the beautiful hills of San Jose, Cinnabar Hills offers the finest 27 holes of championship golf in Silicon Valley. Come see the amazing new renovated clubhouse and restaurant, plus patio dining with the most breathtaking views. Cinnabar Hills is far more than a golf course. One of the premier places in the Bay Area to host weddings and any type of events. There's no golf experience like Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Go to CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. How about a second encore? The A's host their final fireworks show of the season on Friday, September 24th, following the A's matchup against the Houston Astros. After the game, fans are invited to sit on the field to enjoy a 90s and 2000s pop-themed fireworks show. Don't miss the last Friday game of the regular season. Kick off your weekend with a bang by purchasing your fireworks tickets at athletics.com. Clubhouse show. And the number is 833-625-2278. By the way, I have actually asked multiple orthopedic surgeons, is there any science? You know, ever since COVID, we like to talk about the science. Is there any science out there about how much a guy pitches and will it hurt him or not? And the answer is no. You can't tell me that I throw guys for only, I'm just going to throw a random number out there, 60 pitches, and that he's going to be safer than if he throws 80 pitches. Or if I say the number's 80, is he safer if he only throws, or if he throws, is, is he more at risk at 100? They can't give you that. There's going to be nobody on record that will tell you that. That's why I've asked. Where did we get to this point to where we said 100 pitches was the danger zone? Like, literally, people start to panic. Oh, my God, he's at 95 pitches. You got to get him out. When did we get to that, and why? 
I would love to have somebody with a medical background explain to me why people in baseball are panicked when a pitcher gets to 100 pitches. What's the, what's the science behind that? The answer is there is no science behind that. Somebody came up with it, and everybody's following it. It just doesn't make sense. And the game's not better for it. You know, your starters are your best pitchers, and you now want them to throw less? And the other thing that drives me nuts is it's not like anybody's going to um, stay here for their entire career. So what are you saving them for, somebody else? Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Tony, what's cracking, brother? Just win, baby. Just win. Well, you know, you want a perfect example of bad pitching? Just watch tonight's game. (laughs) I I don't care if it's the A's side, the Royals side, starters, relievers. I mean, you want to show kids bad pitching? That would be the game to show them. And and you give the offense credit, you know, like like, like you and Kenny were talking about. It's it's really going to be a shame if for some reason we don't limp into the playoffs um, because the offense has been so good. Um, It'd be a shame to kind of just, you know, throw that to the – to the trash because the pitching is broken down so much because the offense has been so good, but you know, never did I thought I'd see the day when you're, you're looking at 12 on the uh, 12 spot. You're saying that's not enough boys. Keep tacking on, keep tacking on. And when they didn't tack on, I said, here we go again. Oh, it <laughs> was, we go it, it, it was for sure. Here we go again. And you tell me if eight hours of baseball in two days is a good product. I'm going to tell you it's not. <laughs> It's not, but you know, for for baseball lifers like me and you, I, you know, I don't I don't mind watching a four hour game. I get your point. If, if we if we play a four hour game and we lose, then I'm really pissed. But you know, guys guys that love the game, I, you know, I love the game inside the game that we always talk about. You know, being a, being a big you know baseball lifer myself. But to your point, yes, four hours, you know, that's stretching it. There's you're not going to get an argument out of me for that. But hey, um, if you go extra innings, I understand. But the A's and the Royals. <laughs> A team, the Royals that are done, and they're out of it, in two straight days, they've played eight hours of baseball. Two straight, and neither game went into extra innings. What are we talking about here? <laughs> and, and it just adds more, you know, more more checks in the negative section for, for, for this bullpen. I mean, like Gene said, we're not playing the 27 Yankees here. This is the Kansas City, you know, AAA Royals. I mean, it's just it's it's I'm dumbfounded because I can't remember a time where every guy in the bullpen was terrible. I mean, there's again Chafin. You know, I don't think Chafin coming over from Chicago thought he was going to be thrust in the position of two innings of being a closer. You know, I thought he was you know he's probably hoping to kind of come over, fit right in, find a little seventh inning niche, maybe a setup guy at the best. But all of a sudden, Chafin is just thrown in the fire with a bunch of guys in the bullpen that are just terrible. And you know he's like you said he's been shaky lately. And um, hey, by the I, way, know, I can only relate. By the way, have you seen like the numbers today for Kansas City? <laughs> These are the guys. This is the ERAs of the guys that came in for Kansas City: six point one seven, five point four seven, five point one seven. You start to wonder, and and we brought this up a while back. Like, how many guys are using the spider tack? How many guys were using this stuff, and then what were their ERAs going to be like once they couldn't use it anymore? 
I think you're kind of starting to see around baseball, like how much this has truly affected pitchers. You know, there's a lot of theories out there, and that's one that, you know, I might buy into because, like you said, we're not the only team that's 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 going through this right now. You see nope. that log jam with, you know, with the Yankees and the Sox. And, you know, I would venture to say that the A's are, are – <laughs> being an A's fan, I might be a little – you know, biased with this opinion, but I think the A's might be the worst when it comes to, to just lately, just blowing the big leads and such. Um, but it's funny after the game, you see Olsen and Harrison kind of, you know, meet at, at, at the middle and they were like laughing, like almost dusting the sweat off because they just expect this. Now they just expect to, to, we might score 10 or 11, but we might give up 12 or 13. And if we can get away <laughs> with just giving up nine and let's just get out of here. It's the skin of our team. I mean, they were like literally laughing because you know, they're thinking like, we almost did it. We tried. Oh, our bullpen they, tried to blow it. They know. But, they everybody knows like and thank you Greg uh everybody knows there's no secret like when you're on a team you know if we feel it you know they feel it trust me i've been in clubhouses and locker rooms for many many years and no matter what the sport when you know something's bad with your team or something's not going good everybody knows it, it, it it's the other team knows it there's no secrets Let's go to Warrior in Stockton. Warrior, Warrior, you're all over the place these days. Yeah, I am. I'm at the Ports game. We're about to watch them give up a four-run lead in the, in, the, in the ninth inning. It's just horrible. If you guys are looking for help down in Stockton, there is none. I haven't seen Pews in all season uh, of the 10 games I've been to. I've seen them once. And uh, the Ports just made a an error, and now it's tied up. So it's been like this all season long. The only buddy down here outside of uh, uh, Tyler, and I guess they called him up, or maybe he's injured reserve. He's injured. Is uh, Zach Geloff at third? But uh, I was actually I, I I saw so uh, Commander Cody and I went to the uh, San Jose Giant Stockton Ports game, and that third baseman uh, he he's impressive. I, I I think he's got a future. They're they're twenty games uh, behind uh, the team in front of them. They're in and uh, they're in last place. But anyway, it's just. I'm watching my phone, watching the A's game at the same time. And I called the fire department because I think uh, Tony Romo's been committing arson. But uh, there's nothing left. I mean, this, you know, waiting, pitching, running up the pitch counts and all that. And it's sad to see the athletics wasting such good athletic talent. And I 100% uh, agree with you on the uh, the pitch counts. Uh, let these guys get up to 110, 110. 15 at least. I mean, I can remember Nolan Ryan throwing 133 pitch, uh, 133 pitch uh, complete games, and him not being affected a, a long career. Anyway, Townie, I'll let you go and take care of the other callers. Right. I just and, to let and, you know my scouting report, and uh, I've seen the future, and it's very dark. <laughs> uh, I know what you're saying. I saw him uh, recently, also. But I, I, I just don't understand how you're not training your athletes correctly. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you'd want your guys to learn how to pitch and go deep into games. Maybe the whole Tommy John, this era of Tommy John has scared everybody. But... I don't know how you get better by playing less. Like, what sport? Like, what sport do they say, you know what? We want less is more. 
It's just you don't see it. A starting quarterback plays every single offensive down. Golfers pound range balls all day long. Guys in the NBA, guys in college and basketball, they, they play the most minutes. How have we gotten to a point to where we believe that playing less will be better for our athletes? I don't know. I mean, they're smart. These are smart people making these decisions. It's just I'm not buying it. Let's go to Joe in Monterey. Joe, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Yeah, Tony, you stole my thunder. I was I was thinking about that while I was waiting. The Tommy John thing. Does that have people scared where they they don't want to throw them over a hundred pitches? And man, I, when I watch a baseball game, so much different than seven eight years ago. Because I'm looking at the score, I'm looking at the inning, and I'm looking at the pitch count box. Yes. And then, why? Know, why? Why do we? Shoot. Why are we so? We are so. We've been ingrained. We. It's like stop counting all these pitches. I don't care how many pitches this guy's gone. He's gone twenty pitches. Like twenty pitches. You really think twenty pitches is a lot of pitches? Yeah, but and that's what they say. Fifteen an inning that'll get you. But man, the way it is now. Like when Manaya's pitch count, I go, man, he won't even he won't even get through five. I was surprised he got through five because he was over a hundred pitches. I go, they're gonna pull him, and then I go, and then when you when you go to the bullpen, and that's what I, the bullpen the, the the bullpen starter, man, all you need is one pitcher to be off his game and and give up four or five runs, and you've lost that game. When you have to count on so many different pitchers, let the guy go. What is what is better for you, uh, Frankie Montas throwing pitch? Uh, 87, 88, 89, or bringing a guy from the bullpen to, to throw. You know, what's more effective for you? Let him throw. Let him throw. I watched the game the other day. I watched the Marlins, and they let Sandy Alcantara throw 115 pitches. We can't have a guy go over 100 pitches, 110 pitches. I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. And another caller said earlier, I've never seen a pitching staff completely everybody from starters to relievers just, and I've been watching the A's since 1971. I've never seen it where every everybody, and I'm watching it was it was 12 to five, and I'm texting with a, a friend of mine, who's a Giants fan. I go 12 runs. You think it'll be enough? And he texts me back. I wouldn't bet on it. I go shoot. And then when they had two shots with the tying runs and scoring position in the ninth inning, it it, it was mad. You know they 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 did the, the Roberto Clemente. They do a. Uh, Jackie Robinson, 42. I think Gay's bullpen should all have number 26 and have full pack written on their on the back of their jerseys because I imagine it's just like Earl Weaver back in 79 when when Don Stanhouse came in the game. He smoked a full pack of cigarettes, you know, just when guys are getting on base and, and it's, it's just crazy, you know. Well, appreciate the phone call. You take care. I You know, I, I, I wish – a starting pitcher would just say, no, enough's enough. This is my game, and I'm not coming out. What do you think a manager would do? What, what do you think a front office would do? I think these guys are, are you, you need to be in control of your career. It's your career. And if someone wants to pull you after five, I mean, what if you stood up for yourself and said, no, I'm not coming out. This is my game. And we would catch it with the cameras. We would see it in the dugout. The manager would have to answer 
in the postgame show. And what if you just you became one of these guys like I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. You're not taking the and, and, and make it an issue. Because all of a sudden now, if you have a, you know, it's like Jacob DeGrom for me. Jacob DeGrom, it's like, bro, you've got like a Hall of Fame kind of track going, and you're allowing these guys to take you out in the fifth or the sixth. You're Jacob DeGrom. I mean, Ray Fossey will tell you, Gaylord Perry wasn't coming out. When you wanted to take him out, he wasn't coming out. And he would tell that pitching coach or that manager to stuff it and go back in the dugout. Are these guys doing that these days? I mean, this is this is your career. You you even though you work for a team, you're you're an employee of one of thirty teams in Major League Baseball. You still it's your career because these guys are really like independent contractors. I mean, you have the right to stand up for yourself. I just these guys these guys come out way too early for me. And once again, where is the science that says a hundred pitches is the boogeyman? Let's go to Howard in Modesto. Howard, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, how you doing, Chris? Uh, A's got to win. I'm feeling a little better tonight. I, oh, I am too. But I, I could agree with you more about uh, about this mess with the pitching staff. I couldn't agree with you more. I've been saying it years and years and years. I feel Melvin. He's a he's, he's a good manager. I feel he he pulls his pitchers a little too fast. If if you have your starting pitcher get on in in the bottom of the fifth, if you're if you're away and and he he gets two guys on, that's his mess. Give him a chance to make it up. Um, it's not fair to him as a man to put in a a relief pitcher. Because the the relief pitcher is not is not responsible for those runs. I think he he pulls them too fast. Well, you know it, it's something that's going on in baseball, and I just I, I think to myself, you throw once every five days. I mean, how 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 do you want to play? You play once every five days, and you're only playing half the game. How could you like that as a player? And thank you for the phone call. Because we got to get to, we have Vince with uh, Josh Harrison. I mean, just think about that. You play once every five days, and you're and some of these guys maybe play half the game. How could you like that? That just seems so annoying to me. And then as a reliever, how would you not want to be in a, in as many games as possible? Give me the ball. Let's go. It's just, it's unbelievable. Here is Vince Catronio with Josh Harrison after the game. The A's victorious, uh, 12 to 10, four hours and two minutes. Josh Harrison joining us. Look, a win is a win, right, Jay? Hey, I mean, it's not pretty. It's right now you're looking to survive. And how do you walk off that field with the high fives and, and the sense of we got one. Let's try to keep it going after what was somewhat of a, a rather elongated night of baseball in Kansas City. Oh, yeah, the past two nights have definitely been long. But, uh, you know, walking off the field tonight with the victory was, uh, I don't want to say a sense of relief. It was more of, all right, cool, we get to get off our feet. We won this game. Uh, let's enjoy it. But at the same time, everybody sleep sleep fast. Let's come back tomorrow. Uh, we got an opportunity to win the series, and that's all you can ask for. Um, 
you know, we we coming down to crunch time. We we got to take every game for what it is. Um, not want to dwell on the past or you know look too much into the future. We know what's at stake. We know what's you know in the palm of our hands. We we got to show up, bring it every day. Twenty-two runs and thirty-five hits. So there was a lot going on. However, one of the key moments was when you started the double play in the fourth inning that ended that inning. It happened so fast. You've got so many decisions that are in your head before the pitch and as the play is ongoing. Can you slow it down for us and tell me what was happening when the ball was hit in your in your direction? Um, ball was hit fairly well. Um, it was first and third. Oliveras can run, so uh, I was protecting. You know, like a safety squeeze. And um, I knew it was one out, tough guy to double off, but I know a hard hit ball, we have an opportunity. And uh, it was hit to my right, I had to spin around. And in my mind, I knew if I got it to second, we returned in a double play, but I knew any indecision, I should go home. And uh, I fielded it cleanly and spun and threw the second. And I mean, hats off to Tony Kemp. He, he actually picked the tough hop and uh, finished the double play, which was a big, big, big double play for us in that situation. But um. You know, more than anything, I, I knew I had to protect the safety squeeze, but he, he hit a ball hard, and I knew, given the speed of the ball, that even as fast as he is, you know, it was, it was a great ball to turn a double play on, and Tony finished the rest. You've been batting leadoff for the A's now for the better part of two weeks, and recently now you've not only been batting leadoff, you've been driving in runs. You drove in seven in the past uh, few days, and I know that number with runners in scoring position with the A's was not going that well for you, but what what have you simplified here recently that's allowed you to get back to being Josh in those situations? Um, just getting back to being me. Um, baseball, it's, it's a tough game. Um, you go through, as I mentioned, ebbs and flows. Um, you have it one day, you come back the next day. Uh, you don't know where it went, but our job is to, you know, continue to grind every day and show up. And, um, you know, it's been no secret that it's been, been a wild year for me, you know, starting in D.C., being traded over here. But, um you know, it's grind time. I, I, I thrive in these situations. Um, it's been six years since I've been in the playoffs. And regardless of what happened when I first got here, runners in scoring position, like I said, every day, and I can't even say every day, the next at bat, you might be presented with the same opportunity. So you got to have a short memory and uh, just know that, you know, just because you failed last time doesn't mean you can't succeed the next. And uh, I mean, self-confidence is something that I'm, I'm I'm, I'm pretty good at uh, something that doesn't really waver. So you strike me out 10 times, I still think you suck. <laughs> <laughs> two, uh, two quick questions. When you came over with Starling Marte, I asked you around the batting cage you know, about Starling. You said, hey, man, I, I've saw it for years. What you're seeing is what I've always seen. Well, from our perspective, we've seen a lot of Matt Olson and what he's been able to do. And now you're getting a chance to see him. He hit 35 tonight. He hits 100 plus tonight. What are your impressions of your first baseman? Uh, first off, that's that's an impressive feat. 35 and 100 um, with a couple of weeks left to go. I think that speaks volumes of what he's brought to the table. Um, but I take it a step further. It's not just offensively that I see with him. Uh, defensively, um, he's defensively sound. Ground balls, pop-ups, um, his feet's second. Um, just, just everything he does, he, he's a complete first baseman and – I mean, I said it to somebody earlier. He's top three in my book, if not top, if not number one. Um, I mean, that's going to be subjective to everybody. But uh, I, I think after this year, he'll, he'll get some some notoriety that people will realize, like, hey, you might not have heard much about this guy, but when you break it down, this dude is a top three first baseman in my eyes. And, you know, Jay, hey, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Trey Turner of the Dodgers had that video game kind of slide. Were you trying to do the same thing when you scored tonight? Because you had that fun slide, a big – Big smile on your face as you came across 
home plate there uh, later in the ball game. No, I, I let Trey have that one. <laughs> I, I think my slide came in. It was probably three and a half hours into the game. So I was, you know, happy to score, kind of just laid there like, all right, let me catch my breath. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, it, it was just something that uh, given the way that the ball was hit going to third, I was uh, I was ready for Cots to send me. And when, when I saw the little bobble, um, Cots sent me. So I said, all right, let me kick it in gear and, and slide. And um, they were telling me to get down. So I slid and Gave me a little lane, so I just kind of laid there and just pointed like, all right, I'm tired. We want, we, we got the run. We're good. But, uh, you know, I, I'll leave the, the smooth slide pop up to Trey. Um, I told him he could have that one, but he told me he can't high step like you know. <laughs> baby. Jay, thanks. I know it's been a long day. Appreciate you staying with us. And uh, Gil, good luck getting him uh, tomorrow afternoon. All right. Thank you. Josh Harrison joining us. Townie, back to you. Yeah, he's got a he, he he's got a good personality. I like him a lot. It was fun having him on our show, Ace Cast Live, and a great job with Vince there. Let's pause for station identification right here on Ace Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The number is 833-625-2278. Your phone calls next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. RingCentral is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's RingCentral time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. At Hannah's Organic Honey, business may be sweet, but they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive. Okay, these jars are going to Jakarta. Oh, wait a minute. Does that say Jackson? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. One pitch on the way is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch. And the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by 
Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Two balls and two strikes, and here's the offer. Last ball hit in the air to left. Back on it goes Benintendi to the track at the wall. Jumps, it's gone! What a way for Matt Olson to reach 100 RBIs. And tack on another one as well. Opposite field blast is 35th home run. He scores Elvis Andrus. It's 101 RBIs now for Matt Olson, and the A's up the advantage to 5-1. Great carry in a big ballpark for Matt Olson the other way. He's legit. I mean, he's having a phenomenal year. There is no question about it. He will get MVP votes. He's not going to win it, but he'll get votes. And that's a special thing in your career. Let's go to Jim in Templeton. Jim, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Sure thing, Tony. Uh, second time caller. Uh, I usually listen to you the day after uh, uh, on the broadcast when I'm at the gym. So when I'm there on the stationary bike, bumping away, I'm listening to you on the A's. Nice. Track. Getting a little sweated, uh, well, huh? I, well, I want to tell you, your show is a gold standard. Uh, like I, I told you last time, the first time I heard you was uh, after the Dallas Braden perfect game. We were uh, we were driving home after the game, and I had an extended show that that that, that <laughs> yeah. afternoon. And uh, no I think question. I finally you finally faded out about King City. <laughs> so, but uh, so I've been a fan ever since. So uh, my, my son Greg called, uh, you know, a few calls ago, and I'm going to be a little more upbeat than he than he was. I think. Uh, well, you he's know, he's met, he, he, he's a Debbie Downer. Let's be honest, Jim. <laughs> uh, you know what this game reminded me of tonight, Tony? Uh, this was one of the all-time great rivalries. I know you'd agree, Kansas City, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Oakland Raiders. No doubt. This was a this was a Raider Chief game. Uh, the A's had four field goals tonight by by Janikowski for twelve points. Uh, uh, Kansas City uh, a touchdown, extra point, field goal for ten, and we had a goal line stand at the end to keep them out of the end zone. So uh, that's that's kind of what it reminded me of. It was like uh, a knockdown, dragout uh, game. So, but uh, to offer some encouragement to to the the, the A's fans out there, a, a lot of a lot of fans don't know this, but in 2014, you know, we went to the playoffs. This was after we got some margin. Leslie, you know, we traded uh, traded Cespedes. 2014, our last 45 games, we were 15 and 30. We lost 30 out of the last 45 games. You can have uh, Commander Cody check that out. But 30 out of the last 45, we limped into the playoffs. Now, it didn't go real good. We, uh, if, I know you remember we lost to the, to the Royals in that game, one of the all-time great playoff games. Yep. So um, so we limped in, but we, we still made it to the playoffs. So it's, it could still happen. It, um, I'm going to be uh, you know a, a glass-half-full guy here. Uh, I think this win may have a good effect on us that we, we took all the body blows and, and came out on top. Yeah, we'll see tomorrow. Thank you, Jim, for the phone call. Always appreciate it. You keep calling. Um, yeah, we'll see tomorrow. We'll see what it looks like tomorrow. But everything is about today. You win today, use all of your best players to get that victory, and then you figure it out tomorrow. Because if you lose, there is no tomorrow. That's just a reality. And, you know, we like to talk about baseball as a marathon. This is not a marathon anymore. This is a Olympic sprint. And whatever, whatever you need 
That's why whenever someone says, well, if you pitch this guy, he might not be available tomorrow. No, he's available tomorrow. If you're putting on a uniform, you're available. That's how I would look at it. And I know I, I say these things and some people just don't agree, but I'm like, why am I, who am I saving? Who, who? We're the A's. We get different players every year. Who am I saving this guy for? Now, I don't want to put a guy in harm's way, but let's be honest. Yeah, you can throw multiple days. You can. And most of these guys are young, and they can go three days in a row. Stop it. Stop babying these guys. CC Sabathia was going on three days rest. I will. I I actually have a baseball here in my home studio, and I wasn't at this game. The Yankees were in town. I was on the road with the Raiders, but CC Sabathia, this ball is beat up too. It is a beat up BP ball, but I have a CC Sabathia signed baseball that I keep in my my home my home studio. Why? Because I have so much respect for that man. He's a warrior. What that guy did with the Milwaukee Brewers when he got traded, with everything on the line, think about that. He had free agency on the line. Give me the ball every three days. I'm, I'm, I'm going to carry us into the postseason. That's what a winner does. That's what a winner does. As Mike Singletary once said, I want winners. No, it didn't work out for uh, Samurai Mike, but that's what that that's what makes your legacy. That's that's what makes you who you are. The great ones, they don't run from it. They don't go five and dive. The great ones want it. They need it. They thrive on it. CC Sabathia was going every three days. Old school. And he was going to be a free agent, and he got paid for it. God bless him. I don't have I, I don't have many signs, you know. I don't have a lot of signed stuff. I'm not a collector, never been. But I got this beat-up ball with C.C. Sabathia's autograph on it. And I, I've kept it in my, my home studio now for a couple of years because I respect that kid from Vallejo who grew up in Vallejo and knows the tough streets of Vallejo. And that stayed with him his entire life. He's a baller. That's why you, I mean, you, you, you look at certain guys, you go, that's a baller. Starling Marte is a baller. Ricky Henderson, a baller. Dave Stewart, who we're going to have on Friday, you, 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 are you going to ride with Dave Stewart? I'm telling you right now, I would have loved to play with Stu. Like, you, 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 you want to go into a playoff game? I want Dave Stewart out on the mound. I, a must-win game, I want Dave Stewart. Because it's not always just about velocity. It's not just always about ability. It's what you got inside your chest. It's called your heart. How, how much heart do you got? What do you got in between your ears? Your brain and your heart. Everybody throws hard. Everybody can hit. Everybody can run. Everybody can throw. But who are you as a person and as a winner? Are you a winner? Is Dave Stewart the hardest thrower of the baseball you've ever seen? No. 
Did Dave Stewart have the best stuff you'd ever seen? No. But what was inside his chest, what was in his mind is what made him great. People talk about winning baseball games is not a big deal. Tell that to Dave Stewart. Because all that guy did was win 20 games every single year. Let's go to Dan in Westwood. Dan, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Yeah, I want to know what the team that we have to have the closer at the end of the game only pitch one inning every, you know, game if he's available. Why why can't they pitch two innings? You just have to extend their innings, correct, as uh, relievers and starters. What happened to that? I mean, the old days in the 72, Gerald knows they pitched multiple innings if Raleigh Fingers couldn't pitch. Isn't that correct? Go back oh, to I, I, yeah, I mean – if you want to talk about Raleigh, you want to talk about Goose Gossage, you want to talk about the the old like Bruce Souter, the old school closers, they could go multiple innings. Yeah, I mean the guys that we got. I mean tonight, I'm going. Oh my gosh, here we go again. Twelve to seven, then boom, twelve to ten. Two guys on second, third. Boy, that was almost. Uh, bad situation if they'd scored those two runs but what's the what's the difference between now and last year as far as the way we lose our relievers isn't there a role they changed that they have to pitch the three batters each reliever before you bring the other guy in yeah you have to pitch the three guys or you get out of the inning and then you don't have to pitch the three guys but yeah if i bring you in and there's nobody out, uh, you got to at least pitch to three guys. Is that a big difference of the way the bullpens are made this uh, year? Basically what they tried to get rid of is the left-handed pitcher coming in to face the left-handed batter. He comes in, gets the one lefty out, and then you make the pitching change because they understand that every pitching change – adds extra amount of minutes to the game. Even though uh, the pitching change is sponsored and teams make money off of that, uh, the reality is that's what they wanted to get rid of. They wanted to get they wanted to get rid of you come in, pitch to one guy, and then you leave. Yeah, did anybody take a stat on how that's affecting the relievers this year versus last year? Is there a stat on that? Well, they were doing that last year, too, So, but I, I don't think, and thank you, Dan, for the phone call. Uh, you know, you're a pitcher. Go out there and get people out. I mean, what are we talking about? You got to be able to get righties out. You got to be able to get lefties out. I, I, I'm not big into the specialty guys. You know, you're a funky left-hander, and I'm going to pay you just to come in and face one guy, and then you're done for the night. Uh, now, how has that rule affected the game? I haven't really thought about it. All I know is this. Every single time a manager walks out to the mound, makes a change, and then the reliever comes in and he does his eight tosses, that adds minutes to every single game. And what happens when that happens? We play commercials, whether it's on TV or radio. So every single time there's a pitching change, that's minutes. That just adds to the length of the game. 
And now some of you will say, well, Chris, I'm old school. I don't care. Oh, okay. Did you look at the crowd in Kansas City tonight at the end of the game? Kids got school the next day. This is the central time zone. Like, what time did it, Robert, what time did this game end our time? Was it like 8-something? So that's 10 o'clock there. And I can tell you, having been at both the – I've been to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Royals Stadium, it's not it's not in town. There's a lot – I mean, it's it's kind of out there. It ended after 9, so that's oh, – oh, that's better. That's after 11 o'clock on a school night. And now you've got to drive all the way back into town. I mean, when we were – when our cameras were going into the uh, into the stands, th- th- there wasn't a lot of people there. And it's not because they don't do well, but how many people can stay up? you got to go to work the next day. Your kid's got to go to school. Four-hour games are not good for our sport. And that's one of the things. P- pitching changes add time to the game. It's fact. We have, we have these commercial logs, right? We have commercials just for pitching changes. And the more that, more that manager goes out there, the longer the game's going to be. Isn't it amazing when you watch a no-hitter or you watch a, a guy pitch a complete game, how fast the game goes versus using five to six relievers? It's a whole different ballgame. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life, and that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for dogs and cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun, stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets and with your help we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over 7 million dollars so while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers famous memory foam cushioning you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side find Bob's at a Skechers store Skechers.com select Petco locations or wherever stylish footwear is sold the pitch is moving up a day. Antonio's Animation Studio needs a 3D designer today. What are we going to do? Someone who's as artistic as they are organized. Uh, how are we going to get all this done? What about what about the production schedule? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Screen for quality candidates with the skills your role needs with Indeed Assessments. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a great offer on a new Honda and be on your way to remote beach weekends, deep forest discoveries, and sunsets next to a campfire that you built yourself. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda CRV, Ridgeline, or the all-new 2022 Civic. Exclude Civic Type R. See dealer for financing details. Hey, Ace fans, want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at Southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Oakland A's. You hear that? It's not just another sound effect. It's the sound of your life changing. Say goodbye to mediocrity and every normal phone you've had before. Unfold a whole new world with Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G and Z Fold 3 5G. Get more screens, more style, more attention. Take a break from toggling between select apps and take hands-free selfies. Take notice of everyone noticing you and show them how to live this life. Buy your Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G or Z Fold 3 5G at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. All right, here's Chafin, lefty on lefty at the belt. And he throws to O'Hearn, is swung on and bounced back to Chafin. Knocks it down, picks it up, throws the first for the out, and the ball game is over. A well-hit ball right up the middle, right off at Chafin. Not sure if that ball gets through, if it winds up in center field, and the game might be tied, but the A's will take it. This is A's Clubhouse. You bet, Ken Korak. Thank God that happened. I can't even imagine what this show would have been like if he doesn't knock that down and get the out. 17 more tries. Five teams looking for two spots. This is what happens when you don't take care of business. Your destiny is not in your own hands. But you keep winning. You just got to get in. 
Everybody who gets into the tournament, because it is a tournament. We like to think of baseball not that way, but it is a tournament. If you get in, you got a shot. Let's go to Nate in Patterson. Nate, you're on the Ace Clubhouse show. Tony, well, a win's a win, huh? Any, any, um, any, any, way, any way you can do it, you got to take it. The win's a win. Doesn't matter how ugly. Good. Oh, I thought I thought we were gonna have last night all over again, but they surprised me and pulled it out. So we'll take it and go to the yard and hope for another one tomorrow. Um, before I forget, uh, look up Mike Messina yelling at Joe Torrey. That did happen in a game. Torrey went to walk out of the dugout. Mike Messina told him get back in the dugout. Um, if you look that up on YouTube, that's a pretty funny clip. Um, I love it. But yeah. Um, I mean, hey, at this point, a win's a win, and we'll take take, take all of them that we can get. But um, funny story, my, or I couldn't call on last night, but last night when they were going back and forth with the guy about the ball, um, the first home run ball, uh, Mike Matheny hit his first grand slam in Oakland when he was on the Brewers back in the mid-'90s, and my brother got the ball, actually. Um, uh, it was when they were doing all the construction, and uh, a construction worker threw my brother the ball Someone came over, and long story short, uh, we got to give Matheny the ball after the game. They brought us down behind the big net. We watched the bottom of the ninth from there. Brewers ended up winning, and uh, we got to give Matheny the ball after the game. So, did, did you get anything? Two signed Matheny balls. He signed – I mean, I was I was like eight. My brother was 10 at the time. Matheny just autographed us the ball. I remember the whole team walked by us and gave us high fives as they were going to the duck clubhouse. Matt Matheny got two autographed Matheny balls, and that was that because he was a rookie. So, yeah. Now nowadays, you're going to get like a jersey, a bat, and <laughs> you're oh, yeah. get a, no, you'll, oh yeah, you'll get all kinds of things now. I thought it was funny last night to hear that the guy requested Salvador Perez's autograph. I don't know if that's true. I heard that story. It's like, oh, maybe the guy that hit the home run too. But no, I'll just take Perez's. But well, you know, oh, I, well. I, I I would start my negotiations with I want season tickets. And then I'd, I'd work from there, which obviously they're going to be like, meh. But then again, it's Kansas City. They may be like, hey, yeah, here you go, 81 but games, 82 games. You never you never know. Someone, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, start, start a season tickets, work your way down. Yeah, because you think, because you're going to get 81 games plus like a couple preseason, like, hey, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, and I mean, hey, hey. A team like the Royals, who like the A's, don't exactly bring bring in the million. Someone wants to be there eighty-one games a year. Hey, here's a ticket. Put a butt in the seat. Bring a friend. I don't and, know. And, and oh, by the way, I also want spring training. <laughs> there you go. Throw spring training in into deal. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going, but I want spring training too. Yeah. Uh, so well, hey, um, well, we'll all tune in tomorrow and hope for another win. Because at this point. Hey, if you turn it around, you never know. But they got to be playing a lot better if they want us to believe that they're going to do anything. Because I think a win, you score 12 runs, your offense puts out 12 runs, and you win by two, and you're supposed to be tuning up for the playoffs. I mean, it's not. So huh, you never know. We'll see what these last 17 games bring. Yeah, it is what it is. Thank you for the phone call. Yeah, all we can do is worry about tomorrow. Friday doesn't matter. Friday doesn't matter if you don't win on Thursday. And then the same thing on Saturday, Sunday. I mean, the division at this point, I mean, Houston would have to crumble, which I don't think is going to happen. So now it's about the wild card. 
You're one of five teams with a chance. One of five. What are you going to do? Let's go to Ed in Oakland. Ed, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Thank you. Chris, on the subject of pitchers being pulled uh, too soon with low pitch counts, isn't this about sore arms? I mean, wasn't it a certain time in baseball uh, history, so to speak, that all of a sudden pitchers started getting sore arms that that, uh, pitchers hadn't had before? Um, I'm I'm sitting on an 88-year-old ass, so I remember a lot of baseball. And it seems to me that it was in the 60s that uh, that I heard, first heard the word slider. I don't remember that. I was living in Los Angeles listening to Dodger games. Not rooting for him, but listening to the games. And uh, I remember this word slider. Uh, what is it, I thought? It's not a curveball, apparently. Nope. But it seemed to me I made the association between sore arms and sliders. And maybe uh, sore arms and throwing uh, 98, 99, and 100 miles an hour. But it's about sore arms, isn't it? And aren't these managers and uh, ownership, aren't they worried about all their pitchers being injured? Uh, is there any statistic on how how often pitchers are have arm injuries compared to, you know, many years ago? But... Uh, I'll tell you the truth. I have to trust Bob Melvin and everybody else. I've always thought that the pitcher with a quick hook, uh, the pitcher, I'm sorry, the, the manager with the quick hook is more effective than the manager who has patience. Uh, I just don't agree with you about pitchers being pulled too soon, although I called you the other night when um, Manaya was pulled with 86 pitchers. That really was a mistake, I think, but by, by Bob Melvin. But – you know, that's when they were in uh, Toronto. But generally, I just uh, don't want to second-guess any manager for pulling a pitcher. They know something, and uh, there's a lot of sore arms. So tell me, don't you think there's more sore arms than there used to be in uh, with pitchers than there used to be in baseball? No. Don't you think that's a recent – recent and recent can be 40, 50 years with me. Well, but don't you think that's a recent development? No, I, I think it's a philosophy change. Like, we see sports, how sports are played. We just see things change. I mean, we've seen it in all sports. You know, uh, baseball is a sport that has had less change than the other sports. But the way that you play, and it's a copycat league. I mean, if you remember back in the day, Joe Montana and the 49ers were never in shotgun. Now every quarterback is in shotgun. Back in the day, guys didn't shoot. Even though there was a three-point line, they didn't really. They shot like one or two threes a game. Now they're shooting a bazillion threes. So we see sports evolve, and this protection of pitchers in modern-day baseball. I don't understand what we're protecting them from. We're protecting them from sore arms. Yeah, we're but they're still getting worried to, about but, their sore arms. But they're getting more see, Tommy John than ever before. You're using them yeah. less, and they're getting hurt more. That's facts. Oh, I don't know if we're you. Well, we're using them less because of all the Tommy John and, and sore arms. But you're using them less, and they're getting hurt more than ever before. Why? Well, I wouldn't say it like that. I'd say we're using them less because there are so many sore arms. But anyway. 
I just wanted to express that opinion with you, and I'd like to be a Debbie Downer for just a little bit no, here. Oh, why but, are you going to end my show being a Debbie Downer? Oh, oh, am I ending your show? Well, well I'm going to have Bob me... Melvin on after this, but you're my last caller, so I don't want oh. you to be Debbie Downer. All right, Chris, let me just say this. You know, the A's are snake bit. There's something wrong with this season. They had a good team, a winning team, and all of a sudden we got these three players, these wonderful three players, Harrison and and Marte and the catcher, and yet it didn't it didn't make them bigger bigger winners. I just don't get it. Well, I do get it. Our pitching staff collapsed. But but Anyway, we've had a lot of bad luck. We've had some good years, but we've had a lot of bad luck. And don't categorize the following as Debbie Downer stuff. But we've been losing and breaking even with mediocre teams, and now we've got to go face Seattle and uh, and uh, and uh, Houston. I'm going to go to two of those games. I hope we're in contention while I'm there. I'll go anyway, but I dread that we're not in contention by the time I get to the last day of the season with Houston. Anyway, I just wanted to say, you know, don't expect too much. We got some – when you're behind three game, three and a half games, I think that's what you said earlier. I didn't look on the internet on the, at the standings today. But if we're behind three and a half games and there's three teams ahead of us, that's a whole different thing than trying to catch one team. We've got to catch three teams. It's a big, it's a big chore. Big chore. So that's my Debbie Downer. I just uh, want to be realistic. Oh, one more thing. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'd like to know what's so clever about Al Davis saying just win, baby. I'm so tired of hearing that. Just win, baby. <laughs> Big deal. You know, the object is to win. And when you break uh, camp in spring training, you're supposed to try, You want to win 162 games. Maybe one day, if uh, baseball is played in eternity, someone will win 162 games. That's what you're supposed to do. Just win, baby. What? I just uh, I'm so tired <laughs> of hearing that. Just win, baby. Big deal. Uh, maybe that's why the Raiders stopped winning. They weren't inspired by those kinds of words. Well, it is what it is. Thank you, Ed. That's funny. All right, here is Bob Melvin with the media after this win. Started with Shana Rubin. Hey, Bob. Uh, got a little uh, dicey there at the end, but what'd you think about the uh, offense's ability to to get as many runs and hits as they did season high hits? Yeah, I mean, in, it, at that point, you just don't feel like you can stop, so you have to continue to add on. I mean, getting four in the seventh was huge. Um, so yeah, I mean, our offense probably right now is as good as it's been all year. Scoring a lot of runs, we're just having a tough time holding the other teams down right now. I'd like to think at some point in time it's going to even out. We're going to get it all together. But I think more than anything, it was just good to get a win tonight. Steve Berman. Hey, Bob, how much of the last few weeks aged you just with what's been going on? You know, no gray hair is amazingly. I, I, I haven't had a gray hair issue at this point in time in my life. But, um, yeah, you know, it's been – probably as tough a stretch on one side as I can remember. But, uh, you know, you always have to be optimistic that that we're going to ride through that and we're going to get it all together at the right time. Again, we're just, we just need to enjoy a win tonight and not turn it into like a defeat because it got dicey at the end. Go to Matt. That answers your question for you. Uh, Hey, Bob. 
uh, before the uh, the got kind of interesting late, uh, just how how encouraging were uh, Trevino's two innings um, and just the, sort of the, what he was able to give you there? Yeah, you know, I, I thought about not sending him out for the second inning, but you know, again, we just had to try to nail a game down. So unfortunately, through a lot of pitches, had to throw two innings, but it allows him to work on some things. Um, had some strikeouts, used his curveball, used his changeup, used all his pitches, and felt pretty good when he came out. So all in all, I think it was a, a it was a good outing for him. And then at the time, uh, the the double play that got you guys out of the fourth that started by Harrison. Yeah. Um, how how kind of pivotal a play was that? Just with the way that inning was going. Yeah. And now when you look back on it, it was huge. Um, and and a really hard hit ball that everybody made good plays all the way across the diamond on. So. At that point in time, it felt like, okay, it just got us out of an inning. There's a lot of game left to be played. But if that one gets out of out of hand a little bit more, you know, Manaya's out of the game and it's a whole different story. So a uh, huge play in a very, very long game. Go back to Shana Rubin. Uh, what did you think about uh, what Manaya was able to do today? Yeah, you know, just the one inning, you know, got away from him a little bit, but we needed five out of him today was able to go back out there again and give us another inning, you know, maybe not his best outing, giving up five runs, but in a game when your team's scoring a lot and what you're trying to do is hold leads, uh, even though he, even though he threw quite a few pitches in five innings, um, I thought his stuff was pretty good. Let's finish with Jess Kleinschmidt. Hey, Bob, I have a two-parter for you. Um, Matt Olson um, got his first career 100 RBI season. Uh, what can you say about that feat? And is he okay after that foul ball? Yeah, I hope so. Fouled it off his back knee. He's as about as tough a guy as we have. So we'll see how he's doing tomorrow. I know it was smart and pretty good, and he wanted to stay in the game. Um, but 100 RBIs, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a real milestone. I mean, those are the elite guys, run producers, home run hitters. He's got 35 or whatever home runs. Uh, 100 RBIs over and, you know, still has some time left. So it's just he's becoming one of the better players in the game and a guy that you really rely on to to knock in big runs for you. 100 RBIs, it's a big deal. There's no question about it. And this guy is a premier player, no question, Major League Baseball. Here he is on NBC Sports California. Speaking of having an Olsen in the lineup, Stu, how about having an Olsen on our show? Maddie joins us from Kansas City. Oli, it's Brody and Stu here in the studio. Thanks for doing this. Before anything else in the game and your home run, I got to ask, how's the knee doing? Oh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. How's the knee nice and cold. the back doing, apparently? Yeah, nice cold. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see that coming. I would have warned you. Yeah, thanks for the heads up there. Uh, yeah, I fouled that one off the knee. Uh, you know, I've hit every spot on my front leg, but when you go back knee, that, that uh, surprises you went numb a little bit. But, uh, you know, that ice water will cool it down a little bit. Look like TK trying to do his uh, his part there. Who <laughs> go ahead? Oh, yeah. this is Stu, man. I've considered you to be the, the, the key piece in that lineup. Um, over the last couple of years for this team. And even last year in a, in a season where you didn't feel you had your best year, um, what's the biggest adjustment that you've made in regards to just hitting for average this year? Yeah, you know, I wanted to, uh, you know, make an effort of, of, you know, shortening the bad streaks and uh, finding ways to produce even when you're not feeling good. Um, 
you know, there's going to be a certain amount of games where you're hot and you can hit anything. There's going to be a certain amount of games where you're cold and you can't hit anything. And, um, you know, those games in between are, are uh, you know, really important ones. You've got to find a way to, to, to grind it out and um, find a way to produce and, and uh, get on base, drive guys in. Only opposite field looked great on you tonight. 35 homers on the season. Uh, but also this, now 100 RBI for the first time in your career. I hope you tack on many more. And I also obviously hope you, you get to flirting with 40. Um, but what I wanted to ask here in closing it out with you, I, I know this has been a rough go for you guys in the month of September. What is it like on the inside of that clubhouse? Because on the outside, I mean, we see you guys grinding away, even in a game like tonight. What's it really like on the inside as you go through this? Yeah, you said it. Um, it's obviously been a little bit of a grind. We haven't, you know, uh, been playing our best baseball, but, um, you know, we're still in an opportunity to to uh, make the playoffs, um, get hot, and, and uh, you know, find ourselves being hot in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a dangerous thing when, when this team's rolling on, on all cylinders. So um, we're excited. We got the chance to, to do something and, and uh you know, get in the playoffs and, and make a run. So, you know, we're, we're going to set our goal for that. Oli, thanks for doing this. We'll let you get some real ice on the knee now, not the, not the ice bucket thing, you know. I appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. <laughs> the, the cold ice, not good. Now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. 11-10 first pitch, Blackburn against Lynch. And we'll have A's total access for you at 10, 10 in the morning. The great Shooty Babbitt is going to join us. And we're also going to have memories with Steve Vucinich. So everybody sleep fast. It's going to be breakfast with Townie. 11, 10, first pitch. We'll have A's total access at 10, 10. A big win tonight for the A's. Only 17 left. There's a lot of drama coming all of our ways. No question about it. Thank you for listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. See dealer for financing details. You and Buddy are enjoying your walk when... Yeah, I smell that too. <laughs> I know, don't blame it on the dog. I hear that hissing too. Maybe it's a cat. No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, deep voice narrator. You're welcome, dude. You too, buddy. We're short of PCO today. Let's try to stay on schedule. New customers have Emery's exterminator business buzzing. She needs new specialists to tackle a swarm of appointments. Norwegian tree mouse. That's a first. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. 
I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. At Allstate, we've been saying you're in good hands for a long time. But what exactly does that mean? Does it mean you're protected from life's uncertainties? Does it mean you can worry less and live a little more? Does it mean you're not alone, even when things get kind of hard? Actually, yes. Yes, it does. You're in good hands with Allstate. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Ace fans, get to the Coliseum for the biggest matchup of the season. The Houston Astros roll into the town for a three-game set against the A's Friday, September 24th through Sunday, September 26th. Tickets are selling quickly for this epic showdown between the two American League rivals. Don't miss your chance to see the A's make their final push for the postseason. Tony drills one down the right field line. If it's fair, it's got a chance. And gone! Tickets are available at athletics.com. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Brantley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Laureano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.